Hello, welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins. It's great to have your company. A very special thank you to my Patreon sponsors, especially Richard, who signed up to sponsor the podcast last week. You can become a patron of the podcast by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. It's been a busy start to 2023. I know so many people already on the Camino, heading to the Camino or planning on walking this year. It's just wonderful. And if you're thinking of walking, hit the training trail and start clocking up the kilometres. There are so many challenges ahead for you, but also so many triumphs and celebrations. I was only talking to someone this week who had shed almost 20 kilos preparing for his Camino. And if that's not a blessing, I don't know what he is. I told him he'd bought himself a few more years. What a blessing. So if you're new to the podcast, welcome. You'll find with fellow pilgrims a chance to grow together and the collective journey to the West brings you together. Some of the friends you meet along the way will become friends for life. You'll stay in touch for years to come. So it is with my friends, Brian and Carl. Brian lives in Redwood City in California in the United States. Carl lives right across America in Pennsylvania. They travel together to see my show in London in Canada back in November. And in just a few weeks' time, they'll start the Camino Primitivo together. They're both Vietnam veterans, have become great and dear friends, and they're walking together, heading west from Oviedo to Santiago. Gentlemen, I know you'll be listening, and I just wanted to say good luck and Godspeed. You're not walking just the two of you. I'm walking with you. There's an old saying, A true friend accepts who you are, but also helps you become who you should be. Our entire community is walking with you. All the people who connect and find a home here with this podcast walk with you. We'll be hoping and praying for you. I look forward to following your pilgrimage. Carl and Brian, Buen Camino. This week's episode is really special. Simon Keenan and I caught up in Sydney's CBD just a few days ago. Simon runs a small Donativo albergue, Terra da Luz, in Monyan, about halfway between Via Franca del Biezo and O Sobrero. He was in Sydney en route to India. Let's pick it up where I began. It was a lovely morning in Sydney. So it's Sunday morning, one of the most beautiful days in Sydney in a long time. It's beautiful. Autumn, Simon's sitting next to me. But why, why did you reach out to me? Uh, well, various reasons. It's been interesting for me because I'm, I live on the Camino and and I get a chance to get a chance to you know have exposure to the world. And I was well aware of uh, your podcast, my mm. Camino, and um, we're also at home there starting a journey with a, with a podcast to, to share learnings and experiences of the way and, and wisdom, you know, really about that, that inner journey. And, mm. well, I was about to say that inner journey, mm. it's interesting that you should say that we just went downstairs and got a coffee before. And I said, well, what's your story? You told me how you found yourself on the Camino and realized at one stage, oh no, this is what I want to do. Tell us about that reckoning, that realization. I want to offer something more here mm. on the Camino for people. Mm. Well, it wasn't what I was looking for, Dan, that's for sure. <laughs> I was in the middle of a big journey, a big, a big outer journey around the world on a, on a motorbike for a couple of years, and um, which I think really was, like all good journeys, a vehicle for, for inner journey, a big inner journey. I wanted to share something, mm, something meaningful, something deep with my mum. You know, I grew up in the bush in in Australia, Western New South Wales, and lived out of home. Like, went away to boarding school and and lived away from home for many years, and really wanted to to meet my mum in another way. And um, and I knew the Camino was was the place. You know, mm. um, also she's quite religious, and I knew if I asked her to you know, come and walk through Europe for a month might not have happened, but it was the Camino and this was a great place to go on this, on this journey together. During that, during that journey uh, and like towards the end, I had a pretty strong experience uh, close to where I live in the mountains of Galicia and, 
yeah, it was it was like seeing a a, a place that, to be created. Like I was there in this field in this ruin, and it was like a vision. Yeah, to to I could see like a a space for people to come together to heal, and like I said, I wasn't looking for it at all. Like it wasn't, uh, you know, I was in the middle of something else, and my life was also here in Australia or on the other side of the, of the world. Uh, but that 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 feeling and that vision really stuck with me, and and for the next couple of years of that, because I I literally got off the motorbike, walked the Camino with my mum, and got back on the on the motorbike and so it was a, it was a big experience but it was it was it was a it was kind of like a another experience in a huge experience of my life being you know this solo journey so what was really significant was this this sharing with my mum but i i just kept this 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 feeling the whole the whole time and i thought i have to go i have to go back and check it you know what whether it comes to fruition or whether it manifests or not doesn't matter, but I don't want to live with this question of what if I could have, I should have, why didn't I? And, and that's what happened. So I went back and. And so what does it look like now? Tell well, us about this place on the Camino. Yeah. So where, where we live, we have an open home, a space for people to be able to, to come together, to share, to, to connect. It's a, you'd be familiar with the term a donativo, like a place where people can yeah, they can they can share what they like. They're free to contribute how they like. If they like to leave some money, they can. If they like to contribute with their hands, they can. And it's a uh, it's on on the path in a in a in a mountainous village of Galicia, super verdant, beautiful old chestnut trees, stunning, stunning, stunning part of the track as you as you know, mystical for sure. And to live there is and in in those surrounds is really such a blessing. And I think what what people find when they're when they're walking past is a is a table with some with some fruit and a few things and some couches and you know they kind of have to be curious to go in. There's not really signs or uh, you know it's a, it's a different type of offering and purposely so because I think it's so easy that we get into the rhythm the rhythm of life and everything's planned and starts to look a bit similar another bar or another whatever. And so the idea is to really be able to invite people to, to, to be curious. What is this place? And, you know, can I have a banana? Of course. You know, can I stay? Of course. You know, so it really is an open space for people to come together. Some people stay for five minutes. Some people, you know, stop for five minutes and stay for five weeks. So, mm. uh, or return after their journey, yeah. which is a really, as you'd be so well aware, a really important part of of the experience is this returning journey and integrating these experiences. So, so much can be experienced in people's, in people's Camino and, and it doesn't stop when you arrive to wherever you finish, yeah. whatever that is in your, in your physical path, it goes on. And so what do you do with all of those experiences? And this is, you know, I've met thousands of people over, over 10 years, you know, lots every day from around the world and, and part of our place in the way that, that I approach is it's, it's a place of service to serve people on their, on their journey and, and to meet with them and maybe invite a few questions about their, about their experience, what they're, what they're learning and what they're experiencing. And, oh. and yeah, I think also at that period of the, the path, many people have walked for weeks and long, long distances and have gone through those different stages of, of experience, you know, initially that physical experience and, the emotional part and, and, you know, later on it it really falls into this more, I mean, it's this reflective spiritual journey from day one before, before we even arrive to to that part of the world to start the journey. But I think there's more space and more familiarity with the, with the experience or with the, the journey to really go deeper into that, into that insight and that connection with self and that spiritual experience. So, you know, I like to, you know, just kind of gently ask people in the right moments, but you know, if they're, what they're, what they're learning and what they're wanting to take home from their journey and this opportunity to kind of, especially get closer, closer towards the end, make the most of, you know, aprovecha, like make the most of this, of this journey of this yeah. special experience. Yeah. Mm. You, you keep saying we, who is we? <laughs> Good question. 
whoever is there. Yeah. So being an open home, some of us are there for a few days, a few weeks, a few months, a few years, like myself. Um, some people, there are, are quite, some people who return, you know, regularly or each year because they like to be in that, in that service or in that mm, community living experience with the, with that focus. I mean, we also live in that way. We grow a lot of food. We follow these permaculture principles. We, we create life together whilst we share and, and host people on their journeys. How, uh, tell us about the seasons. Mm. What are the seasons like in Variable. <laughs> from a For a guy from the inland Australia, from the bush, yeah, you, know, exactly. used to, you know, one mid forties <laughs> during the summer. It's, it's a big difference. You know, I came from a flat, dry part of the world and where were you from? Um, Wentworth. Right. Yeah. Mildura, wow. that part okay, of the world yeah, right. where I grew up. I know out there. Yeah. I know out there. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so you've gone from a place where it's, uh, you come from a place that's, mm. um, it, it's, it's ageless in its, predictability mm -hmm. uh really you have two seasons i said one but two seasons <laughs> where it's hot or it's cold mm. right but but australians have for centuries now made the most of those conditions and, and we've done well mm. by and large mm. you go to a place that's entirely different spain where there are four seasons and you just talked about um, we grow our own, we provide for ourselves. Tell us about that journey and the management of of, of genuine seasons. Winter, autumn is is real. Autumn, the people around in, in America will be saying, "What's he talking about?" <laughs> but we don't really have that de delineation of seasons here, largely, especially in country Australia. Tell us about. The managing of the seasons, the months that go by in those 10 years. Well, I think it's absolutely beautiful, Dan, you to, to have the privilege of living in the seasons. Of course, there's challenges, you know, at the, at the moment. I mean, we're here, here in Australia and it's a beautiful, beautiful summer's day. It's, and at home. But it's autumn out there. Well, that's right. It's yeah, autumn. Exactly. And it's almost 40 <laughs> degrees. Crazy. <laughs> I come here for the first time in many years, and I'm, I just think, isn't it always like this? Yeah. But um, <laughs> at, at home in in Galicia at the moment, there's there's snow, you know, in our house. It's um, there's there's snow, and it's an old, couple of hundred years old house. It's still, you know, in its original structure. We've followed the same techniques of restoring it. So, you know, it's very simple. Also, mm. but the beautiful thing of living with the seasons is that it it demands that you tune into nature, mm. you know, and at the end, I think, and I feel more so that we are all nature, you know, this is our essence. And the, the closer that I am in contact and in rhythm and in alignment with the wider nature, whether it's people here with you or whether I'm, you know, out in the middle of the forest, then the more aligned I feel with life. So for me, it's a great blessing. Sure. There's some challenges and now I'm, Pretty adapted to it because uh, previously I'd be more comfortable in 50 degrees heat than, you know, in the snow. But it's beautiful because also the, it invites like a, a deeper observation of life, of our surrounds. Also being there and, you know, in the, in the pace of life, it's, it's different. So it's also, you know, it, it, it is in a, in a rural area, very, a couple of neighbors and a lot of space, you know, so there's a different speed. There's a, there is a space to be able to observe, but I, I feel also when you grow your own food, you know, you must tune in, you must tune in. And it's, it's a great gift. Actually, it's very rewarding, not just, you know, pulling a beetroot out of the, out of the ground, but it's really rewarding to be able to observe nature, you know, blooming and passing away and, you know, appreciating the, the beauty of the, of the winter or the autumn that, it's very easy in the, in the mindset to get into that, that focus of, oh no, here comes the winter. It's going to be terrible. What am I going to, how am I going to survive this? It's going to be, yeah. So 
and and to really appreciate it for what it is. Okay, here's a moment to you know we have the abundance of the of the autumn. The autumn light is incredible. You know these the the it's it's nature at its fullness mm. and and going in the, the winter inviting us to to go in to slow down to to nourish ourselves to keep warm to connect to slow down and sometimes i feel like in life that's a really mm. really really important invitation because our lives and our worlds are pretty speedy you know yeah. and they're getting quicker yeah and so the seasons and and be, because we 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 experience, we live less with the seasons or with the nature in general we don't have so much those reminders so we can just be doing the same thing or the same rhythm each day and and i think it's really important to have those times to to, to come wow. down or de-stress or whatever it might be and mm. and then the joy of spring you know like the warmth is coming and things are starting to to bloom and you know it's it's incredible so i feel like if the mindset is right then there's a real possibility to to celebrate the diversity of the seasons and the even the extremities or the the, the challenges of the seasons what do the locals make of you <laughs> good question you'd have to ask them you know <laughs> you know i think um galicia is a beautiful incredible land and culture ancient celtic the cultural practices are still very strong. The way that the people relate with the land and with their, with their law, you know, let's say, um, and it's still very vibrant. You know, their language, the music, the storytelling—it's beautiful. And especially in more remote areas like where I am, it's it's very strong. So everyone, everyone speaks Galician. No one—I mean, people can speak Spanish, but we're speaking Galician. Yeah. So it's, it's a local area that, you know, people are living, okay, there's been some, some changes in technology, but people are living in many ways, very similar to how they've always lived. Yes, they have machines now and tractors, but you know, this togetherness, the, 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 the knowledge uh, of the elders is incredible around, again, the nature and how to be able to read it and work with it and, and be supported by it. So also sometimes because it is pretty removed and preserved in relatively in our world. Sometimes like the culture can be a bit more conservative or colder or, you know, suspicious even like, you know, or who's this person where, what do they want? <laughs> and especially, you know, someone maybe from the other side of the world and yeah. wearing a bright shirt or whatever. It's like, what's, what's this guy's gig? Um, but very genuine incredible people, you know, like there's such sincerity and, and loyalty. So it's, it's been a beautiful journey. Yeah. 10 years living there on the Camino and in Galicia. And it's really important for me being able to have those, you know, those two experiences. I don't mm. just live on the Camino in a bubble, you know, it's really beautiful to have the, the richness of the, mm. of, of the local experience. Um, so they've been very generous as they are with many people and the likeliness to, to welcome people into the home. You know, if you go into someone's home, they always insist that you, you know, you eat, especially if you're a skinny guy like me, you know, <laughs> they'll be like, Oh my, you know, my goodness, you're so skinny. Eat, eat, eat. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's been, it's been a really blessed experience. So what do you observe as an outsider? Do you see that there are, as I often think when I walk through those little villages, these people are the last generation. Mm. I wonder what the future holds for these villages. And so often you walk through towns and they're all boarded up. Mm. Uh, what do you see from your perspective being there every day? Is that what you see? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's been a huge migrational movement of, of young people. I'll use our village as an example. You know, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, there's 150 people there. Now there's probably 25 and maybe the 25 people and maybe the average age is 60 and above, you know, 60, right. I guess. So very few young people living in rural areas. Most people have gone to the, to the cities or the bigger towns to look for work. But also I think, you know, as the world has changed quickly as well, it's the life has 
you know, has been more attractive for people to go to the cities. I think recently that's been changing a lot around the world, but also there where people are starting to, you know, we go through these experiences of, of COVID and yeah, and, and other um, crisis, you know, and, and people are much more aware of the quality of life of living together, living, you know, with less stress or more time, maybe more simply. Yeah. Um, so I think there are people moving back to the country areas, not a lot as uh, compared to who have, have left. And in Spain, there's, you know, it's a common story. All those villages are the same. And there's, there's actually thousands of abandoned villages, not just homes, you know, like of, yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, it's sad on one level because there is such a, a knowledge there. Yeah. And I think it's also part of the precious moment now is to make the most, to celebrate the old people, but also to make the most of their, of their mm. knowledge and preserve mm. those, um, cultural practices and, and also the, the, the wisdom of, of how to look after the land and live from the land, which, um, you know, is really deep when you've got thousands and thousands of years yeah, yeah, yeah. of practice. Yeah. yeah. I love that you sweep through some of those little villages and, and smell the stew on the stove and you, that the cat walks past you or the dog walks past <laughs> you or the chickens kind of are pecking it around your feet. And you're thinking, wow, these guys, this is fabulous, you know. What does the Camino mean to those communities? Mm. Good question. I think it means different things. Fundamentally, I think people, and I, I speak from my experience in Galicia more than anywhere else, but fundamentally people are very proud right. of the Camino. Wow. Um, you know, and uh, as you know, like in, in more recent years, whether it's 20, 30 years, it's, it's become, it's returned to popularity and it's become more and more popular. So there's, there's, there's a huge change in the, in the traffic in the number of people that are, that are taking this journey. So with that comes opportunity and, um, naturally, you know, you have maybe hundreds of people walking through your village. You think about making a business and, and so there's also this, this aspect of it, which sometimes becomes competitive for people and, and can create tension, no? Like, yeah, around, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, uh. People wanting more of access to the to mm. the to the financial possibility, but and that can create tension a lot in in villages. Um, but you know, that's normal stuff, and I think really people are, are very proud that so many people come to the their their country and their mm. their lands, and and celebrate it so much and have positive experiences mm. generally. So. Um, you can imagine sometimes, you know, might hear a pilgrim sort of saying, oh, you know, we stayed there or we ate there and the people weren't, you know, very, very nice or they, you know, didn't give us a lot of time or whatever it might be. But also you, you remember that these people have maybe seen hundreds and hundreds of pilgrims throughout the year and they've been doing this for many years and they've had varied experiences. So I think you can also understand that, uh, that people might be tired, worn, you know, from yeah. their experiences. So it really depends on the individual. Some people are very much there as a, you know, connected with their, their offering or their service and other people, it's, it's also a business. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Cast your mind back. Mm. You're walking with your mother mm. 10 years ago. What was it about the Camino that appealed to you so much that made you think, this is what I think I want to do? Mm. Well, where I lived in Melbourne for some years and I remember in, in a share house and there were a couple of people in that house who had gone at different times alone to do this pilgrimage in, in Europe. And that always sparked my intention. You know, I like that I, attention. I like to, 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 to w w walk or travel with intention, you know, yeah. to be able to go on a deeper journey. And so I was like, well, Monday I'll definitely do this. And, mm. and so it was, it was there from, you know, from my twenties. And then this opportunity kind of was like, okay, it's a perfect fit. So that's how it came to, came to be. It was just the right moment. Mm. And so you're on the Camino, your mom, and then you say, hmm, I could, I could make a life out of this. What was that mm. trigger? What was that thought? What was that process? Yeah, interesting process. 
because really, I, one, I wasn't looking to make a life. I just felt really connected with whatever was feeling mm. right, you know, the yeah. call. Yeah, right, the call. And, you know, I wasn't in, I wasn't living like that, you know, working in, a, I had been working in different fields and, um, uh, and I wasn't looking to live overseas. I wasn't looking to, 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 to go in this direction. It was more something that, that grabbed me and said, Hey, you know, this is, this is here for you. This is, you know, you have, you have something to do here. And, um, yeah. And I think there was also like the process of stepping through a lot of things, fear, for example, you know, the fear of like, what am I doing? It, because I returned after two years whilst I was holding this vision and really, I guess what was in, what were, what it was, was like, I was there for some time trying to check this, check this, uh, scenario possibility and it wasn't really presenting, but there was a lot of signs. There was a lot of, you know, local connections, good friends, learnings, feeling in the right place, even though I didn't speak any of the language, you know, when I got there, I couldn't even ask where the toilet was. And, uh, yeah, but it felt right. Even, I, wow. just, I, I don't know, it was, it was something almost, you know, I don't, what, from what I know, I don't, we don't have ancestral roots there, but I felt at home and not, not because of the Camino. Yeah, there was, there was this, you know, this opportunity to be in service and to create special experiences with people and for people and guide people on their way. But, you know, it, it, I just felt right in that land. And so there was a lot of fear because my mind was also saying, yeah, but what about my, my work and my career? And, you know, I'm 30 or early thirties, I should be doing other things. And, you know, none of my world isn't doing this and it's on the other side of the world where I come from. It didn't happen straight away. It didn't happen quickly or easily. And, and, you know, I learned that I had to, had to go through all these processes to one, connect with the purpose, be more creative. So I started to, well, if I want to be in service to people, why do I need to have a house? Like, I'm just going to go to the Camino and offer and share. And so sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I would, you know, wow. because it was, a, for me, Dan, it was about putting the, putting the intention and backing it with the action, you know, Yeah, right. you know, and, and that's, that's my way of saying to life. Yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm, I'm sincere. Um, and so I'd sometimes go there, take, throw out a rug and make some things, bake some things at home and take out a little, uh, trangia and make a coffee or a tea and invite people. And people thought I was weird and strange or what's the catch and I was, it's for you. You know, it was, it was really interesting. I learned a lot, you know, also, uh, but, that was my next question. What did you learn about yourself in this process? Oof. Uh, it's, it's, it's endless really. Like I, I mean, because this is also how I see where, where I am 10 years later in the place, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a school for me. It's a place of learning. And every day these teachers are coming and showing me things and I can tell you stories of like, you know, of, of, of these meetings where, you know, my judgment got in, gets in the way or my, you know, like, uh, uh, expectation is. It creates a, you know, an experience that I need to learn from or whatever. But in those initial, initial experiences, what I learned was, you know, not to take things personally. I mean, I still do, <laughs> but I try not to, you know, like also just to honor where people are at, mm. to know that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're seeing the world through our lens, through our filter and, um, you know, and, and that it's, that's, that's okay. It's great. You know, like, so when I felt rejected or when I felt, um, judged or, or criticized because sometimes people didn't assume that I could speak English and I could, I, well, I could hear everything. I could hear things I was saying <laughs> and I'd engage with them and, you know, have a chat about it, you know, and lots of beautiful things, you know, like I met like one of my closest brothers, you know, there in this in this way that, you know, we went on journeys together and, and in things that really took me into other chapters of my life, took me, you know, to India and path of yoga and meditation and 
you know, which is part of what, what I offer there and, um, today. So, you know, the world was, the life was working all the time to show me things, to learn things, to invite me to things, to, to go in a way that felt more correct or aligned. Are you surprised that this, your life has followed this path? No. No. What was the alternative? Oh, well, I guess my first, you know, my first step out into the world as an adult, I was working in an accounting firm in Melbourne. Right. When I was 18. So Simon the accountant versus Absolutely. Simon Simon the guy on the, uh, the making coffee and yeah. baked goods on the Camino de Santiago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which really what we make there is is just a it's just a it's just an excuse to connect with someone or to invite someone to a, It's really an love. Experience. That's what it is. Absolutely. It's love. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, some people are open or ready for it or it catches them in the right moment and other people are in a different moment and, and it's all perfect mm-hmm. but yeah i mean if sure like someone might say to you but you know from there to there like how do you explain the the radical change in in your life and of course there's and there's lots of steps in between so of course when i when i look back i don't feel it's so radical because it was just normal mm. because that was my experience so it felt like everything was in its place you know working as in a suit and ties and a consultant in my early twenties, it felt it feels normal. You know, I'm grateful for that experience. There's nothing to reject about it. You know, yeah, it's great. It put me where I am. Mm. You know, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So where are you exactly on the Camino? Where are you? Yeah, so we're um, uh, in a village called Montan, which is uh, a bit before Saria, after Tricastella. So 125 kilometers before Santiago. Okay, so if I'm walking from Tree Costella, I can go to Samos, mm-hmm. uh, or I can go straight to Saria. Where do I find you? On on the path that's going straight to Saria. Okay, that's yeah. a beautiful walk. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I yeah. mean, you're walking, you're walking through, yeah, like chestnut forests that are yeah. hundreds of years old, yeah, yeah, and those awesome. that path has, I mean, like all paths, but that path has so much. Strong energy, you know, it's, it's beautiful. And I can't, like every day someone tells me this, yeah. you know, it's, 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 it's phenomenal yeah. and it's phenomenal. The, the experiences that people have on, on those paths that are paved with such intention and devotion and mm. willingness, yeah. connection, you know, millions of people, millions over thousands of years. It's phenomenal. It is phenomenal, isn't it? Yeah. No, it really is. And it was only just a couple of nights ago, I was at a, a, a friend's place having dinner and she said to me, uh, this Camino thing that I, I saw, you posted something down on, uh, and on social media. I don't know anything about it. And I started to tell her about it. And then I saw her a few days later. She said, oh, I've, I've started, you know, I've gone down the rabbit hole of this Camino <laughs> thing. And she said, it's such a fantastic thing. And she said, after three days, I feel like I'm part of this community and I haven't even walked. She posted somewhere, someone made a comment and someone else made a comment. All of a sudden she feels included. Mm. And I think that's a very valuable thing Mm. for all of us, Mm. people listening now, Mm. uh, to feel included. Mm. And you feel valued and you feel worthy and you feel genuine so what's the timeline simon you 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 keep plotting away there you're going to keep doing this what's the end game for you or is there an end game for you (laughs) it's a good question and i just want to say 100 percent, then so you know feeling a part of community and Mm. and togetherness i mean i think that's why so many of us so diverse yeah you know are in this experience whether we're whether we're on the Camino or not doesn't matter you know yeah and you know from whenever we're called whether 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 we've even been there you know we can feel and be a part of it and yeah obviously with time and experience things deepen but um the end game well you know I uh, this it's like a question I get asked regularly and I'd say well, I'll stay here as long as I feel good as long as it I feel relevant to what I'm doing, 
And as long as what we're doing there feels re- is relevant to, to the people that we're serving. If it's not relevant, well then yeah. do something else. So, but what I do there is, is with purpose and with focus and with intention. You know, it's not like, oh, maybe tomorrow I'm gone. No, like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really about m- creating, co-creating because this, this place and, and this life also, but this place is a, is a, is a co-creation. Yeah. No doubt about it. There's been thousands of people that have put their love, their attention, their energy, their devotion also into that place, into the people that come by there, into the creation of the space. You know, it's an, it's an old home that we've been restoring over time and, and rebuilding and a space. I mean, for example, we have a labyrinth there that this is one of the projects that we did that we, that we took from a local design to, to create something to recreate in a big, big scale. Um, so people could connect with old, old stories, the old histories with new, with new stories using these, these technologies of the, of the ancient world. And, you know, we made this labyrinth with a couple of thousand quartz stones. It's huge. It's like, it's, it's phenomenal. You have to see it next time you're walking past because it's hard to even explain, but you know, they're kind of offerings that, uh, you know, they, they invite people to have an experience or invitation to, to connect. So the, the path forward part, part of what I'm doing and something that I see, I mean, yeah, is, is to be able to s- support people integrating these experiences in their life. Like how do we live these experiences? How do we keep it alive? Like what I'm learning, what, uh, is awakening in me or what I feel inspired by, how do I take it home? I mean, this is the, the big question for so many people. You have a big experience in life and then what do I do with it? And, and that I think over these 10 years has been the, the real, I guess the number one point or the biggest challenge in the, in the, the journey of the pilgrim. And so also working on a project at the moment, which is called wisdom of the way and the purpose of this and, you know, Hence the podcast as well, and hence why I feel super fortunate to be here with you today. It's great. I feel I feel like um, you know, I've just walked into the big stadium with the with the with the veteran, and it's a no, no, no. first game, taking the first step, and it's beautiful because you know that's how that's how life and the Camino is. You know, mm. we start mm. with a step, and we yeah. end up going far. I mean, your podcast just—it's just hit a a million downloads. I mean, that's phenomenal. I know. You know, like, it's like walking a Camino and you look back and you think, I never would have imagined I'd make it. Never. Right. Never would have imagined Congratulations. It. Great. I mean, so the, the really the, the, the purpose with this project, Wisdom of the Way, is, is to share insights, experiences, wisdom mm. from people's lived experience that can support and help others to get closer to themselves, go deeper in their journey, in that inner Camino. And, and to also offer practices around it. So I, you know, I also have a big focus on, on meditation and yoga and, and but practices that really cultivate the right sort of energy to help us make, make those changes or make those implementations or keep things alive. So, and sometimes someone just needs a glass of water and yeah. they're thirsty, you know, yeah. they don't need a sermon. Yeah. You know, like, so it, there's still that, that, that just that simple service always, but for, for those that want to go a bit deeper and want to keep these experiences alive or live them mm, mm. together in community, that's what the, the, the wisdom of the way is about. And so, yeah, there's some practices that we'll share on that way and, and some talks and yeah, it's also again, the collaboration with other people who, who feel to share their wisdom, you know, their yeah. inner experience. Yeah. And I think as well, I'm sh- I'm sure Simon, You'll always be learning. You'll never stop learning. No. And what a wonderful thing. Thank goodness. Yeah. What else do we do in this life? Well, you that's know, like, right, right? So you're always learning. Yeah. I mean, I just learned the chords to Piano Man yesterday. Oh, fantastic. Right? Fantastic. <laughs> I was playing it in my lounge room and my next door neighbor called out, oh, Dan, it's so great to hear you play Piano Man. <laughs> and I was, I was, I'm going to play it this afternoon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So you're always learning. Yeah. Always. And learning from others mm. is really important. 
because we see our reflection in them. Mm. And we also can see all of their faults and all of their troubles and their hurts and learnings in ourselves. Mm. We then take a little piece of that it with us and we we go on to try to be better people ourselves. Mm. I wonder who's taking care of you? Who's listening to you? Mm. Mm. Uh, I am blessed with with uh, wonderful people who want to come and live there uh, for a long or a short amount of time. Also people in their in their personal journeys like me. Yeah, like you said, we're always learning. And but that sense of not that sense, that community, mm. that experience of community of I mean, mm. for example, when we're there we'll you know, we start the mornings, we'll be in service with, with other people that are coming past, but we'll we'll sit as a group and if other people are there we invite them to join us. We'll have a circle and check in and talk about how we're feeling in the day, what we need today and then you know, go about our day. So, you know, this this experience of community and care and and taking time to be present with one another and to enjoy a hug, you know, or whatever it is, but connection, because mm. I really feel like at the end, everything we do, what we're doing, you know, I'm sure your music, you know, it's about connection, connection with self, creativity, with the world, bringing our gifts to the world. Yeah. And so being able to live in an environment like that, I feel very blessed. For sure, it's something, it's one of my things to work on is, is, to, is to make some more space for myself, mm. like just alone, like, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to live in, a, in, a, in, a, in an environment and in a fabric of love. Yeah, and I really feel that. Yeah, love, we keep going back to that word. It's it's so often, you know, it's a Beatles song or it's, you know, the back of a Hallmark card, I guess. Yeah. Or it's it's it's, you know it's really about the way you treat yourself. Mm. And if you are your best self, you're that person for everyone else. Mm. And everyone else can enjoy that best self. So I can't help thinking that Camino for me was not just walking through chestnut forests and up and down hills, was really a personal journey of insight. Um, and I try as best I can to kind of live and breathe it every day. So the people that you meet uh, are talking to you and sharing with you. Why are people walking the Camino? Why do they need and seek out that love for themselves? Mm. What is it about the Camino? Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's such a simple question with a really varied uh, response, no? And that's also what's beautiful because people go to the Camino for, for so many reasons. And some of them without a reason at all or without, you know, it's not uncommon that I meet someone and they say, I don't know why I'm here. Actually, I... Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because why I, I'm I here. Often That's ask, great. Yeah. That's great. I don't know why I'm here. I mean, how good to be in, in, in that curiosity and the openness of like, well, I don't know. Because often even that, that, that concept of not knowing isn't, it's as soon as I don't know something, I'm open to yeah. the possibility. If I'm, you know, fixed on a, I know, and it's like this, well, then things close, you know? So I think it's a beautiful space to be in too. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think it's fascinating how, how people present, you know, and how the diversity of, of, of people coming together and it's what's, what makes it a really rich experience. I feel that there are people walking, you know, for for religious purposes, for spiritual purposes, for a bit of exercise because someone said they should or because it's mm. on their bucket list and yeah, know, yeah. their friends did it. And But a whole range of things are happening simultaneously that are not related 
or not not expected around the reason that they walk the the Camino. Yeah. So, for example, one might take a journey because they're they're Catholic and they're you know or Christian and they're 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 making a a religious pilgrimage. But in that experience happens a lot of other experiences around. Look, I met these people that I would never have met in my life in completely different situations, completely different uh, social structures. Um, and they, and I connected with them. I realized that I had a lot in common with that person, mm. you know, who I never would have met otherwise, or maybe not had the time for either. And so I feel like there's these experiences. So sometimes people are kind of like, whoa, what's, there is so much going on in this experience. And, and there's, you know, people who have these intentions to look, I'm going to take this journey on my own and spend time with myself and from day one, they meet a group of people and <laughs> there goes that idea, yeah. you know, and it's also beautiful, you know? So, yeah. um, yeah, I, I feel like it's a, there are just an infinite amount of reasons why people are walking, but, you know, recently in these years as well, you know, with, with COVID also, there's, there's been a, cause we've been there all through this, this period, um, you know, people coming back with a really strong intention you know, looking for deep healing, connection, meaning. I guess there's also this sense of like life is precious and time is short. Mm, mm. And yeah. I need love. I need love and I want to live it, not just see it on the card, yeah, or listen to it in a song, but I want to experience it. And that's where I feel that it becomes real. You know, we, yeah. can, we can talk about this here now, but if we don't experience it or, or live it in some way, it doesn't matter what we do. The actions are not important in the sense that where that action, like whatever the role is, what kind of work or whatever it is, it's not important, but where is it coming from? How, what is my essence when I'm, you know, doing my thing, whatever my thing is, you know, my job in the city or whatever it is, how am I doing it? Not what am I doing? And I really feel that that, that brings it, it changes our experience yeah. of, of life. Yeah. And that, 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 the, the what is more just like the outside clothes, you know, it just looks like that. Yeah. The gift I think is, is that you realize how precious your connection can be and your kindness can be to other people. Mm. So you're right in your office job, your day to day, nine to five, or your 24 hours a day as a father, a brother, a husband, a son mm. your kindness is a gift mm. and if others receive that gift regularly and know that yours is a safe place a safe love what better gift you can give you can't give a better gift than love mm. and if the Camino can teach you that <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty good lesson, isn't it? Mate, I would trade in all of my university degrees for that. Exactly. You know, like what a gift, what an education. Right? So I just pinch myself that I've been lucky enough to find a community, not just this wonderful journey of stepping out onto the Camino de Santiago and having this wonderful time, you know, with people from all around the world singing songs and 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 walking each day in these wonderful wonderful places mm. but bringing home with you a sense that the world really is a beautiful place and if i can be a beautiful person full of love and kindness then maybe just a little tiny bit of that rubs off on the people around me then it will have been a worthy pilgrimage from 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 start to finish mm. and i don't think there's anything that can be there's nothing bad about any aspect of that mm. and i think you simon in creating for you and those you love and those around you have created somewhere where love is is what matters mm. so congratulations mm. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. 
a boy from from the country of New South Wales <laughs> finds himself on the Camino de Santiago, mm. and there with one message, and one message is love. Mm. So thank you, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, thank you, Dan. It's a it's a real pleasure, and and what I'm reminded of in that is that it's 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 happening everywhere in 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 these exchanges, and I'd like to share this because, you know, I just called you. Uh, uh, a day or two ago, we don't know each other. We have we haven't met before, mm. and um, I asked you <laughs> if I could interview you, and um, and you were just so open. You were so like this is Sunday morning, you know. We're sitting here on Sunday morning, and it's fantastic. But I was just so touched, really, by that openness and that willingness, and that for me is the same. That's love, and I think this is the 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 opportunity that we all have whatever we're doing you know it's really and and it's yeah i'm also reminded of that question of like when we can shift our focus from what am i getting from this experience to what i can i give you know the same on the camino yeah if i go to walk the camino like what am i going to get from walking the camino and this will be a, you know we have analytical minds and we we've got a limited amount of time so we're we're calculating things all the time, but if we can get into that, into that different focus of going, all right, I'm going to walk. And I have met people, and this is coming back to your previous question. This is sometimes who I've met. You know, people who are walking to give, walking to to celebrate life, walking to to be thankful, to, to walking just for gratitude, not because they they want something or they they're looking what they're going to get from this experience mm. and. Yeah, I think it's also a beautiful way to be able to orientate our life wherever we are and whatever we're doing. It's it's relevant everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Do you think the microphones will pick up our hug? <laughs> Come on. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> My guest this week was Simon Keenan. Simon runs a small Donativo albergue called Terra da Luz in Manyan. It's about halfway between Via Franca del Biezo and O Sobrero. He's also going to be launching a new podcast, Wisdom of the Way. I'll let you know when it's up and running. Good luck and Godspeed to my friends Carl and Brian as they head off on the Camino Primitivo. This week's quote, remember, a true friend accepts who you are, but also helps you become who you should be. A very special thank you to my Patreon sponsors, especially Richard, who signed up this week. You can sponsor the podcast by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. Thanks for your company this week. And every week, until next week, I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino. Somewhere along the way, some.